Those guys are chumps. All right. We're live, John Adams. I know right. you're a little under the weather, but that's good because after the beating we took this weekend in the Ryder Cup, I think neither of us should feel good, look good. And I'm actually going to entitle this episode uh, Bafangula, which is some sort of Italian way for saying up yours is the nice yeah. way. So, I yeah. mean, and that's the, the that's a professional way of how Europe just gave it to us. In I mean, I'm I'm looking through our text through the last three days. I mean, I should just we don't even need to do a podcast. I'm going to publish our text. It's basically <laughs> going to say everything we need to do. But yeah, that was uh, I mean, we kind of knew it was coming. We kind of had heard, you know, you saw our squad compared to their squad, which we, you know, we had a couple guys that were good. But Scheffler was just gagging it lately and Rory and, um, uh, you know, all the other guys were playing so good. And we, we, you know, again, we're Americans, we're hopeful, but I think we all knew what was coming. I think, I think one of the big things that the guys, uh, um, live from the Ryder cup, uh, brought up, um, was these guys all prepare to go into a major. Some of them play two weeks, and then they take the week off prior to the major. They play two weeks to the major. Like They all have a plan on how do they prepare for the major. Well, this is, you know, you talk to some of the Euro players. This is actually above a major, right? So this yeah, is like yeah. the elite of the elite, right? We had two players on our team that actually prepared, uh, not prepared, but played three weeks, two weeks prior to the tournament. That was yeah. Max Homa and yeah. that was Justin Thomas. And they played yeah. up in Northern California on a resort course. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, and and that and and all of their players, they all played in the BMW. Yeah. And and seven of them came in the top 10. Yeah. And uh, they were just ready for it. You know, they they had gone on, you know, and I think made their plan more towards how they prepare for a major. And I mean, it wasn't even close. Like it no, was ugly. No. It was ugly yeah. early. The other thing, too, that I wanted to throw at you that actually came to mind is how they embrace the whole Sebi Ballesteros thing. Right. Oh yeah. He's that that 13th player. Right. And they put his old shirt in the locker, which Mm -hmm. is is the 13th man. They build the, the, the local artists from somewhere in Rome, uh, a college uh, designed that piece of art of that banner that came down and that showed him. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I started thinking about that for us. Who is our Sebi Ballesteros in Ryder Cup? I don't think we have one. Yeah. No, we don't have one. I mean, they had Poulter. They had Sevi. They have all these guys. And we have guys that play well. We have guys that get hot. I mean, but think about it. Our MVPs were Homa and Cantlay. They weren't even on your lips four weeks ago as, you know, we were thinking, oh, it's going to be Scheffler and it's going to be, you know, all the other, you know, Kepka is finally coming back. He's going to, which he did play great yesterday. But yeah, it, you're right. We don't have the lore. I don't think we take it that seriously. I think we think about, we want to play well. We're going to take five weeks off. We're going to do our practice and we're going to enjoy the team thing. But I, I just don't think we take it as seriously as they do. No doubt about it. 100%. Yeah. I, it's just, yeah. It, it is the religion for them. It's kind of like, it's kind of like SEC, SEC football, you know, type yeah, of deal. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, it, it, it really is. And these guys are like, you know, it, it was actually a little bit cool to see a guy like Sheffield lose it, you know, uh, yeah. you know, kind of like Rory did last uh, two years ago. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I was just, I just, I'm trying to find who is that, 
you know, who is that Ryder Cup legend that we have? And we don't have one. You know, no, we don't have no. one. We don't no. have a passion. Like, like those guys are more engulfed in watching, you know, Jordan come in and give a pep talk than it is. Yes. 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 You know? Yes. So, yes. Um, well, I also think let's just let's just say it. And I said it from the first start. We need our live guys. We need yeah. all our guys, you know, again, you know, throughout a lot of the tournaments this year, you would see our four or five big hitters. And look, I love Homa. I'm glad he was the MVP. But that's, you know, that's you wouldn't think that you would think it would yeah. be, you know, Scheffler or some of the big guys. Or, yeah. I mean, we, we knew Thomas and Spieth would not be spectacular, but Scheffler um, can't lay. I would never have predicted he would have been the hero. I mean, you know, he's Patty Ice. I'm just like, you know, we need our full. We have half or maybe less than half than our full complement of American great golfers because they're all in live. And yeah, so DJ's I think over there, DeChambeau's over there. Yeah. All those guys. That Phil Mickelson. Now yeah. Phil could be a Seve kind of spirit in the locker room, even if he wasn't playing great or whatever, which he seems to always play great in those things, but he could be that veteran. And I feel like, you know, we had a bunch of veteran coaches but we didn't have any veteran players. And I think that's why a home minus first one ever and a Cantlay who hasn't played that many, you know, have had to step up because there's no, they don't have the veteran. I mean, Scheffler, number one in the world, been playing terrible for months. He, I guess they expected him to step up and be that leader, but he's kind of a quiet, chill yeah, guy, which look, I think he's, he's, one, of the, he's, he's one of the best ball strikers, you know, on tour, no question about it. But you're right. There actually was no leaders in this group. I mean, I'm going down the list and looking here. I mean, I can't see it. And so I think we missed the live guys. I am hoping in two years when we have remerged somehow and, you know, gotten these guys um, back together. I'm not saying DJ and then would have qualified, but I'm saying we need, you know, more choices. Because as you go down the list on these tour events recently and you get to number 20, you don't know who it is. And that's, that's right. the problem for us because we have 30, you know, historic great champions or current great champions on the live tour. And, you know, that's a whole nother discussion, you know, if that's good or bad, right or wrong, but it is what it is. I think a lot of people, you know, uh, I played, I played with the PGA tour veteran at my club a couple months ago and it was his last event before he went to live. And he said, look, my career is kind of winding down and now I can, you know, retire at some point and my kids and their kids will be taken care of. So, you know, I understand, you know, the Saudi component, but also I understand like, you know, you're going to be able to, you know, take care of your family. So it, I just think we need those guys back. Yeah. And, and it's going to be quite interesting how that all comes to fruition here in the next year or so, because um, what is it about probably six to eight months, don't they, yeah, or probably less than that. They give they they actually announce who the the captain is, right? Maybe yeah, it's correct. Less than that, and so that that was a thing that came up to mind. This thing's at Beth Page Black, yeah. and these these fans are going to be insane, I mean, absolutely yeah. insane. And you know, I heard a rumor that it was Mickelson prior, but I think if Tiger raises his hand and says I want it, he's going to get it. Now, yeah, that's my that's my two cents. Um, but I I think that what you brought up is, is got to go. Like I have no problem having one ex captain being an assistant captain. I, that's, that's a, you had four, you had three on there, right? Yeah. yeah like Davis yeah. love and, and Furick and, and couples. And, and, well, couples has always been an assistant. He's never right, been, right. but he, but um, 
you know, like Stuart Sink. Like, I, yeah. has Stuart Sink ever played in the Ryder Cup? I don't even know if he's ever played in the Ryder Cup. I, I, mean, I think he did probably, back in the yeah. day, but I, I get your point is made. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's not an inspiring group. And I like Zach Jansen, Zach Johnson. He's a good guy, but is he firing me up to go out and you know burn down the houses in Europe? No. No, I don't think so. Right, and, and and again, he's the face. He's the face of it, right? Yeah, you're, you're telling me, and this and this is where I get a little critical, right? And I judge a little bit about his decisions. On Friday, Jordan Spieth couldn't find Rome. He couldn't hit. <laughs> he, he couldn't hit the Coliseum if it was in front of him. Like he couldn't even hit a. Like, yep. On 18, he missed the hole. Yeah. He hit in the water from 80 yards. Like yeah. And and then, and then the next morning he puts him out as an alternate shot. Now, yeah. okay, I don't mind in a four ball. At least you have a partner. JT held his own the whole entire day that day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're going to put him in alternate shot. I'm like, holy crap, he can't hit a driver. And you're like, I mean, it's obviously he was not prepared and not in good form, right? So you put him out in alternate shot. That's where I look at it going. Wait a second! You have three captains yeah. in that in that building. Yeah, and you you guys are coming together like this is a good decision. That was well, asinine. Let okay. me quote your buddy Paul McGinley, who was very interesting because they asked Paul, they're like, "Would you should Spieth have even been on the team the way he was playing lately?" And he said, "Well, listen to what I had to do to Luke Donald years ago. Luke Donald mm -hmm. was the number one statistical player." When he was the captain of the team, Luke Donald, you know, he was like the go-to guy. He made everything, but he'd been playing terrible in the run-up to the Ryder Cup. And Paul called him and said, you're not on the team. This is the hardest call ever, but you're not playing well. So why don't we say that? I right. mean, I don't get it. I mean, do we just have to honor their play and be like, well, this will just be an honorary event. We're not going to win, but we'll look good. I mean, that, you know. Uh, that blows me away that we can't do it. And look, I don't know the ins and outs of all that, but it just looks bad because you picked him, you knew he wasn't playing well, and he didn't play well. And, you know, again, you know, there was some, I mean, there was a scintilla of a chance Sunday uh, when they were coming down and we were winning a couple of matches. Uh, it was like, you know, I mean, Scheffler, if he'd gotten that full point, that would have been huge. And, yeah, uh, but Rom. Rom's a beast. I actually think a half is good against Rom the way he's playing. But, you know, we had a small chance. But, you know, those last guys, I mean, Ricky Fowler, I think he was sick and everything else. But, you I mean, he, he didn't play one good round of golf the whole time there. And, yeah. uh, and yeah. so that was tough, too. But, you know, it, it, exactly. But I think he was playing a little bit better than Spieth was. Off oh, 100 percent. You, know, you know what I mean? Yes. So it yes. Justin's one of his best buddies. Like you guys are going off of analytics. How about what you're seeing in your physical eye? Like yeah. he's all over the map. Like I would have, I would have said, Hey buddy, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go get you a cheerleading outfit and we're going to grab you a couple pom poms <laughs> and I'll see you Sunday morning. Right. Yes. That's what yeah. I would have did. Like, go yeah. fight win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the hard decision. I think, you know, Match play is a weird format, and foursomes is even harder. I mean, you know, I, I, I won an event, a foursomes event from the SCGA, and I know, like, you really, you can't be struggling at all. Four ball, you can struggle. But, like, right. winning, winning a foursomes event? No, no, no. you no. you gotta you got to dig deep. I, I think it was, you know, I just don't think we had the field. And, look, real quick, the Europeans played amazing. I mean, are you kidding yeah, me? Did. 
I mean, those guys played so well and, you know, it was a hats off to them. I mean, it was fun watching Rory and, you know, Ludwig and all the guys. I mean, they were great. John Rahm, after kind of slumping in the playoffs, he played phenomenal. How many Eagles did he have? How many chippings did he have? I mean, you know, finish on Friday afternoon or I think it was Friday afternoon was insane. Yeah. Well, and, and Hovland, I love Hovland's game. Yeah, I have loved yeah. him all through the PGA Tour playoffs. Yeah. He's figured out his short game. He is a joy to watch. So let's say they did outplay us, but <clears throat> we can still nitpick on some decision-making, some team things. And you and I text back and forth talking about, like, going back to the captains. Like, you know, where's somebody in there that can really get him fired up? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think they got a, a bunch of historic cool dudes and a bunch of, like, you know, really wise golfers, but I would have liked to have, you know, uh, you know, somebody in there that could just, you know, go out there and really, you know, fire people up and inspire them and motivate them. Who it is? Uh Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders would be perfect in there. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe running through a wall for him. Oh, my God. I'm going to bring in prime time. He's going to be my assistant captain, prime time. He's never played golf in his life, but he's going to be able to motivate you. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I just feel like, you know, we had, you know, the number one in the world, kind of a chill guy, Zach Johnson, kind of a chill guy. I mean, we, we just, I didn't see the fire, even Luke Donald, who's the same way he got hot. And uh, of course that leads me to the thing that actually gave us a chance, which was the whole Joe LaCava thing on Saturday night. That was fantastic, yeah. by the way, that was so, awesome. Well, and that, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Here's my two cents on LaCava, right? Okay. A guy right. that's been out there for 34 years and has got the respect that he has. Yeah. He was he was in the wrong. He's yeah. okay to wave the hat and then get the hell out. But when he yeah. took a step towards Rory, when Rory's trying to read his putt, that's where he crossed the line. And he should know better than that. Now, yeah, again, but- now again, these guys are getting hammered verbally yes. from yes. the first tee to the 18th green yes. every day. Yes. I mean, yes. and he's a New York boy. Yeah. And... I think he had just had it, right? Which I understand, but it comes back to remember when Pepsi was uh, Pepsi was caddying for um, uh, Keegan Bradley and got in yep. with Jimenez, sure. right? Yeah, you know, yep. and then yep. and then two weeks later, Pepsi was no longer on Keegan's ba- bag anymore, right? But caddies don't need to be getting involved in that kind of stuff. No, it's just no. it's just wrong to do. Now, I mean, I, I will say this: hat, I, I that's okay. Get the hell yeah. out of the way. But when yeah. he turned around and took another step towards Rory, that's that's when it was wrong. But they never showed the correct camera angle. And finally, after the Ryder Cup, I saw the correct camera angle. So he was frustrated. And his player had just made birdie, birdie, well, birdie to basically yeah. keep the Americans in it. Yes, and correct. so, yes, he was close to Rory's line. And so, you know, Rory said something and he looked at Rory and then it looked like he was jawing at Rory. But when we got the different camera angle, it was one of the caddies on the other team that was like yelling at him from afar. So, again, if no, it was Shane Lowry, it was Shane Lowry, but it was also a caddy over there because they saw him jawing at one of the caddies, too. And so, look, I if it's it's equally bad i get the frustration i get this is the first excitement the u.s has had in the entire tournament it has been so boring to watch it has been a snooze fest but i think also if i'm rory and i'm standing on the green and the u.s just made an incredible putt the guy made three birdies i would just chill for 10 seconds and let this calm down rather than mouthing off to lacava i think you know lacava 
yes, yeah, 60% wrong. But I think if Rory just yeah. said behind his putt, took a breath and been like, okay, I'm going to let this flow over, it would have been fine. And then when I saw him in the parking lot screaming at Bones, I'm oh. like, okay, dude, get a light. Okay. Come on, yeah. enough's enough. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's too much. That's too much. I mean, it's it's like you guys are going to win. Bones by- is like, dude, I'm Switzerland. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. That was crazy. So the Lacava thing was actually the only fun thing about the whole Ryder Cup for me. And then <laughs> as I'm watching it Sunday, I get up at the crack of dawn to watch it. It's like, you know, blue, blue, red, 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 red. And I'm like, okay, we're going to make this. And it turned out like if the Wyndham Clarks at the end, <laughs> if Ricky, Ricky Fowler, Fowler had just made one birdie coming down the pipe, like I feel like – it could have been maybe a point apart. I still think they would have win because we really lost it the first day. But, yeah. um, and again, you know, watching those guys, you know, play golf, it was incredible. It really was, you know, such the European team earned it. I mean, like I said, you know, seeing Fleetwood and Ludwig and Hovland were so good. And even the shockers like Lowry and Hatton. I mean, I don't watch a lot of European golf as much as I should, but I had no idea how good. I mean, I knew Hatton because he plays over here a lot, but like they—they are—they are are Ryder Cup superstars, and uh, it's crazy. And that goes back—that goes back to what we were talking about, like being prepared, right? Hatton, Rom, Rory, and and Hovland. Their top yep. four players were playing way better than our top four players going into it. Way better, like ten yeah. times better. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah it, it it was it was fun to watch the Europeans. It made me sad, but I just don't feel like we had the firepower number one, and our top guys were not playing well. Not Scheffler, not Spieth, not Fowler, who at the U.S. Open was playing great. Wyndham Clark was kind of fifty fifty, but I just mm-hmm. feel like we needed. I would have never picked from that list Cantley and Homa as the MVPs, especially Homa. Homer yeah. was just balling, and I love that. You yeah. know, I used to play golf with uh, his caddy Griner all the time, yeah. and uh, man, that was fun to watch him play good. So he's, he stri- he stripes it. He flat yeah, out stripes it. Yeah. He does, and he's got the guts. Like that one play where he kind of like duffed a chip and then chipped it in. I think yeah. it was on eighteen, and was just yeah. right in the face of the guys. I'm sure they were heckling him the whole time. Hey, nice duff, you know, Mike, yeah. and all this stuff. So yeah, yeah, it, it was a uh, painful. Um, uh, all right, let's talk about Patrick Cantlay and Hatgate. Yeah, the no, Hatgate. <laughs> now, you have heard some inside stuff. You were texting me some of it. So, I mean, what's your take on this? Do you think he he, he had to have mentioned it? Because, you know, being an ex-agent, I know these guys lie immediately when they get, you know, busted. So, what do so, you think? So, first of all, let, let's just throw the hat thing out. Like, Sevy never wore a Sevy wore a hat here and there. Ollie wore a hat here and there. Like the hat thing is like the guy doesn't want to wear a hat. That's okay. Yeah. He wears a hat every day of the week, right? Like let's yeah. let's um I, I don't care about that. That doesn't okay. Um, but it, what I don't like and what was really getting me going was when you go to listen to the press conferences and how much the media wants to stir it up. To get mm-hmm, the drama mm-hmm. going, yep, like, yep. hey, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Hey, I was told this, and I was, and these captains are like sitting there going, I didn't hear that. Like, I, you right. know, so like, what is done behind closed doors? And I think Europe is really good at trying to stir it up to get right. the drama going. <laughs> yes, yes, I, yes. I think they're, I think they're really good at it, um, just to try to get an edge somehow, um, and and get them all fired up, and. Uh, and and Hatgate, that's a great way to put it. Hatgate, right? 
Unbelievable. I mean, I think but, it might have backfired a little bit because a lot of guys didn't wear their hats Sunday. Thing, and by the way, this whole thing about Kepka, you being an agent, an ex-agent, would he have something in his lib contract that said I would get three to five million if I if I make the Ryder Cup team? Hundred percent, he could have that okay. in there. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, you can yeah. write any sort of thing. NFL has a lot of playoff clauses, Super Bowl clauses. You know, any contract that could be written in. And a lot of these sponsors, they think that's a way out. They're like, oh well, we're going to say your contract is worth more because in case you make the Ryder Cup, which you never will. How you know? Little do they know that he made it. So it could have been, and um, I kind of think that's probably where um, Cantlay was coming from. If he did say something, which I'm sure he said something. I'm sure he said, "Man, I can't believe this BS that Brooks is getting." You know, a bonus. And you got to think that all of these manufacturers have something, right? The Morikawas in the world of these guys have like, if they make Ryder Cups, they get these bonuses. So was him going in and saying, "We're not getting paid." Where, first of all, two hundred thousand dollars per player go in. I think it goes into the pension or something yep, like that. Hundred percent. And then a yep. chunk, a chunk is written to their their charity that they want to be. Yes. You yes. know, in a part yes. of. So is that usually it's their foundation? I would assume. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like so, you know, stop stirring it up, Cantley. You're getting money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's where. And then McGinley put this out and goes. We don't get any of that on the PGA on the. I uh, know. I saw that. I saw that. And the PGA Tour has the greatest pension in all of sports. Yeah, all of sports better than NFL, better than major leagues. Like they, I heard you know Justin Leonard or somebody had twenty five million dollars in his pension because there's some formula where it's the amount of cuts you made, amount of events you played, and then it gets exponential. You get five grand for this, and then it doubles, then it triples, then it doubles, then it doubles. And so <clears throat> some of these guys are on tour forever, you know, like my buddy Bob Estes. Like, I guarantee yeah. he's got a massive pension. So I think in my, you know, amateur psychologist is that he just popped off having fun in the room, and somebody heard it, and somebody reported it, and turned it into a hat thing, and blah, blah, blah. So I I, I think it was just like talking trash, because I, I don't yeah. see him caring about that kind of stuff. But um, oh yeah, you can have it in these contracts. I mean, a lot of the equipment contracts, if you say, you know, I want to thank my, you know, my, my caddy and I want to thank yeah. my sponsor Callaway. Boom. That's how you get your bonus. If you mention yeah. them, I love my Callaway irons. I love my so-and-so that you get bonuses for that too. So wow. I think it was overblown. I think it kind of helped the Americans when they all didn't wear hats on Sunday, Morikawa didn't wear one and they did the fake as Azinger say, the fake tip of the hat. Justin Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the first bit of energy. And look, everyone says they showed up. They all had the flu. They were all sick. I get it. But like, you know, there was no energy until Cantlay caught fire and basically oh. saved the Ryder Cup for the Americans. Yeah. So at least saved it in terms of you had a fighting chance. And then yeah, the I was texting guys in Europe going, you guys are going to you guys are going to score 20 points. Like this is like crazy. Yeah. I mean, the foursomes, the foursomes alone, right? They they, they yeah. have seven points out of yeah. eight. Like yeah. that's like, thanks for coming. You're done. That's right? unheard of. Well, and and they got us because they know, for the most part, we're not drivers, good drivers at the golf ball. So they mm-hmm. made it the tightest and the, the hairiest rough I've ever seen in my life. And I think, yeah. you know, they they kind of they knew what they were getting. And I, I don't understand a lot of our guys not hitting more three woods and hybrids. I saw Justin Thomas wasn't playing good, hitting driver everywhere and being in the rough everywhere. And it's like, man, mm-hmm. if, if you're not 100 percent, get a hybrid down there and then yeah. stuff a five iron. I don't <clears throat> I don't get that strategy. So they 
Um, it looked fun, though. I mean, I think we have to go to Bethpage in two years and we have to uh, get a booth there <laughs> and set up and just, you know, have people coming in to talk because it, you know, I'm curious who we're going to have, you know, at Bethpage. I think that it's going to be very interesting to see when we merge the tours. We're going to have some young guys coming up. I want to see some old guy. I want to see Mickelson be the because they loved him. Remember at Bethpage years ago, they loved. Oh, they, him. oh yeah, he oh yeah. To be the captain, a guy like him, yeah. who can get fired up, who can you know, and bring in like a bunch of hitters like Tiger and all. Could you imagine Mickelson oh. and Tiger and us captains? Forget it. Yeah, no, there's no, yeah. Well, I mean, are you saying there's one as captain, one as an assistant captain? You think I don't one, know? Maybe they couldn't do that together. I but don't I'm think saying that's, that's two A type personalities kind of going yeah, at it. So. But let's just say let's have one of them in it, and I just think you know we really need to have our uh, get our players back together and uh, you know really get some of those personalities that fire up. You know, even Kepka, who I love Kepka, and he played great on Sunday. He's also kind of chill. Like, where yeah. is our, we need a Poulter, we need, uh, you know, a Hatton, you know, we need mm -hmm. a Shane Lowry. We had none of those. They tried mm -hmm. to do it. You know, Cantley tried to fire people up. And Justin Thomas, I saw him tipping the hat and trying to get, but they're not just, you know, hot, hot, spicy got players in general. They're very chill. I'll tell you what it killed us was uh, we we didn't start our, our rounds right and we didn't finish our rounds right. No, you're and right. You like, told me that. I think, I think, uh, we lost the first hole five times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, that's just, just in foursomes and four ball. Yeah. We lost it Unbelievable. Five. We only, we only won it twice yeah. or something like yeah. that. And then, and then you saw the finish on, on, I think Friday afternoon or whatever, and how we didn't finish 16, 17, 18 at all. No. And we played, no. played them terrible. And, well, you know, and I think just, I, we had trouble with that overall. I saw Scheffler didn't finish well on Sunday. I think, I, I just think these guys were tired. There was, you know, a lot, a lot of distractions, and you know, you and I know if you don't play a lot coming up to some events, you're a little rusty when you go off. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of these guys, you know, like like Thomas and Spieth, like Scheffler, like Fowler, they they hadn't played in a while, and they weren't playing right. great. And so, you know, sometimes you got to play your way into these events. And you got to be under you the know, gun. You have to be yeah. under the gun, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. I think that it definitely was exactly what we thought it would be. And, I mean, I hope that a lot of these guys, our top guys that were struggling coming in would figure it out. But, you know, that's not how golf works. You don't just figure it out. You know, yeah, you got to no. find it in the dirt. you got to play event and event. And then, so I think, um, you know, hats off to the Europeans. I really enjoyed, you know, watching Rory and some of those guys play and – uh you know, just I'll just you, love the their the feel good story was Justin Rose taking Bob McIntyre. I like how the guy's name is Robert McIntyre. They all call him Bob. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah, I but, know. Uh, taking him under his wing was phenomenal. Yes. That was a great yes. little feel good story, and it was good to see that he was pretty competitive in this in this whole thing, and obviously yes. a future captain coming down the road. So it was well. That was the Europeans. Really they they breed that. You know, they yes. breed these guys who maybe are kind of towards the end of their career but they make them get hot. I mean, Ian Poulter's a perfect example. Didn't he every year he wouldn't play great except for the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup? Yeah. Like, no, it's almost like he was born Cup, yeah. for that. I don't yeah. know. I really – I'd love to get some of their secret sauce on how they breed these guys that, you know, you will be able to perform at the Ryder Cup. I don't know if it's some sort of, you know, group thing or European thing, but, you know, we – we we're not great in some of these team events, especially away. At home, that we get fired up? And I think that's another thing. Our fans – are the ones that get people fired up. 
I think, yeah. you know, they, even if you don't have a captain who's a real, you know, fire breather, I think our fans seem to fire up our players. And when they're away, they just don't play well. They haven't for 30 years. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Now 32 years or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, those are those are kind of the stuff you and I've been texting about all weekend, and uh, we were just psyched to just we weren't even going to do this podcast today, and we're like, look, we got to get something down because it's just a madhouse. And um, yeah, I, I love the Shane Lowry video that I posted for us where yeah. he um, uh, <laughs> he yells at the marshal. He's yeah. like, man, it's you. It's not anyone else. It's you. Okay, you're the loud mouth. So. Oh, all right. Well, anything else you want to chat about? I want you to go rest and uh, take an emergency nope, yeah. and get uh, healthy. I'm playing, I'm playing hurt right now, but I uh, should be ready to go. I'm looking really forward to tomorrow and and um, and having our first guest on. It is, it's going to be a blast. So. All right. Sounds good. I'll see you in the morning. All right, buddy. Cheers. All right. See you, buddy. See you.